Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, the podcast that's for her, by her. And for today's episode, I am joined by my sister from another mister, the goddess herself, Miss Kiba. How you doing, boo? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just celebrating myself as a housewife of COVID. Yes. Chas, a new series. Look for it on Bravo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. See, if I had it, man, I'd be a housewife too, but it, it's all good. <laughs> Girl, at least you got more food in your house. Oh, God, thank God for my mama. When I tell All you, men I, do is just eat. Now, see, that's when competition would start because I like my food, too, and I'm not a big cook. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's been cooking in COVID, so, you know. My girl, I went, that would be your thing. Oh, no, trust me. I, I started. For someone who didn't even boil rice prior to COVID, I now make rice, fried rice, lasagna, any kind of pasta dish. Let me t- let me tell you, COVID turned me into Chef Ramsey. All right, so dinner and that's okay. Go cook through. I could I could give you about three dish options. <laughs> selective. That's what we call it. We're just selective. Thank you. You don't like when you go to Joey's and it's just like that one page menu. Mm-hmm. That's me. High end, high end, sweetie. Thank you. Premium package. <laughs> <laughs> so before we even get into the, into today's topic, tell the people about yourself. All right. Well, I'm Kiba. Um, I'm a recruiter. Um, I've been at York University for 900 years. Um, <laughs> Natalie knows. Uh, she uh, also went with me and um, mm-hmm. you know it's hard to escape but she made it congratulations um, warrior I'm still trucking and um, you know just doing my thing just working um, getting to know some people um, mm-hmm. and just trying to start my career yes you have to give it up for a lot of like and I don't want to in a sense make it a race thing but we see especially a lot of blacks being like I want to get out there get my education, mm-hmm. start my career. Like you have to give it, you have to give the props. You have to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Cause you were pushing yourself. You're putting your foot to the pavement and be like, I got to do something for myself. I need to make things happen. You don't want the handouts. You don't want anyone to have something over you. That makes sense. And shout out to the first generation. It's all those, those people who are like fresh here, you know, mom never did it. Dad never did it. They're just kind of doing their thing, yes. you know, just trying to you know build that legacy you know shout out to them because i see them i see them out here we see you we see you <laughs> yes starting you're starting the trend generational wealth right right exactly mm-hmm. so i can girl. be a wealthy housewife of COVID. boom <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the marlo to your housewife okay <laughs> That's who I will be. I want to be the Marlo. Am I Nini? Yes. If Nini watches us, I love you. You see, I, you, I, I got to get that reference in for you. Because, you know, I'm a low-key, I'm a Kenya, or high-key, I'm a Kenya girl. 
I don't know. There's something about Kenya. She just she has a spot in my heart. But you know, I ain't trying to get flamed, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. That's that's why I brought up Marlo for you. I'll be the Marlo to your Nini. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really want the peach, but I just want to be there. Right, right. And make a little money. Exactly. Yeah. I see you. I see you. We got this on lock. Mm-hmm. So my girl, legacy. Like, <laughs> mm, I have all the fits. I want. I'm, I've told you, I am that rich auntie. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe Marlo is my spirit animal. Huh. Well, I'm getting off topic. Okay, girl, tell us. <laughs> how has COVID been for you? How have you been surviving COVID? It's been, what, four months now? Well, I actually got laid off before the, like, the stay home started. Um, oh. My company was just, like, freaking out. They were just like, just go home. <laughs> We don't know what is happening in China right now. Just go home. Yeah. Um, we'll see y'all soon. Uh, they said three weeks and I'm still here. Um, so that was like the second week of March. Oh, damn. That was like before the March yeah. break for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So uh, I've been home um, ever since. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it's good. You know, you get to, you get to develop yourself. You mm-hmm. get to figure out what you like. Yeah. I started drawing. Um, I started, you know, doing a little cooking. I work out. I meditate. It's like a long vacation. Yes. This sounds like some Eat, Pray, Love type of movie right now. Right? Oh, it is. It yes. is. It's funny. I, I feel bad for saying that because it is a pandemic. But, like, I don't mind my, nothing, like, just a few weeks. My girl, it's called Unapologetically Her for a Reason. I've been telling people I loved my time at home. And that I, can I, end when it gets cold. Hmm? The pandemic can end when it gets cold. When it's warm, let me stay home. <laughs> See, th- there's bittersweets. There's parts of it that can end and parts of it that can't. Because those days when there's that snowstorm outside and you don't want to go to work, that pandemic can stay there. When right. it's a time where I need to go grocery shopping and I'm not trying to wait outside in the, our lineup, mm-hmm. that's when the pandemic can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a 50-50. You're right, right you're right. Mm-hmm. Me, me and COVID, but I've been telling people, I was happy the four, what, four months I was home. I went back to work a month now. And I'm like, I, I miss the liberty of sleeping when I want, getting up when I want. Just be like, how can I seize the day today? I loved it. Mm, I, I have, I, I'm saying it with my chest. I loved it. I miss it. I miss work though. Like, cause even I was supposed to have an appointment on the 27th, which mm-hmm. by the way was Monday. Um, I got a call yesterday, and I was like, why are you calling me? It's only the 26th. <laughs> yesterday, I said that, which was Wednesday. <laughs> I do not know what day it is. <laughs> they were like, no, 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 sweetie, you're two days late. And I was like, oh, oh. my bad. It's just a work concept of time. Behind. Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to have to put one of those big calendars on the wall, just mark off the day. <laughs> No, elevate. It's 2020. You need to get one that just marks it off for you. You just wake up and there's this big old sign. Right. Like today is the day. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because that was an embarrassing phone call. <laughs> I was like, what are you on my phone for? All confident. They're like, no. You're late. 
not even two hours late. Like you a whole two days late. Two days. Yeah. But you know, aside from that, you know, you just gotta do what you got what you what you can. Exactly. You make the look at the glass of as half full, not half empty. Don't say half right. last. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite me, y'all. It's 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 a mixture of work and we've been laughing before this podcast even started. Right. Shoot. Now, you guys, for today's topic, we're actually, it's actually a COVID topic, but I feel like it's going to be quite interesting and quite fun. We're going to be talking about friendships and relationships during COVID. So, Ms. Kiba, what was the inspo behind this topic? Well, um, I'm here in my new apartment with my boo. Um, we spent all of COVID together. Uh, this is our first year in this little cozy love nest. And I know a lot of people are struggling to stay at home uh, with their boo uh, or with people in general. Um, mm-hmm. This is the most amount of time I've had to spend with anybody, really. Um, but it's also the most amount of time you spend without people. So that is you know, true. Kind of a good topic to have, right? I know. I like that. One, that's true, actually. Dang, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of stuck with some people, and then some people are like, you're stuck without them. Right? It's a weird thing. Can I actually live with this much time with you and without you? With you is the hardest. Look here. That's why I'm like, I'm actually kind of happy COVID happened without me having somebody. Because one, to be, well, I kind of was with someone. To be far away from that person all those months, mm-hmm. off camera. <laughs> to be away from someone that that long, or to again to have to live with someone. At least you guys, you guys been together for years. Five and a half so, beautiful years. <laughs> that baby. <laughs> But see, he's, he's a good one. <laughs> yes, I I rate I rate DJ. Yeah. But five and a half years, like it's not brand new being together, being surrounded. But if you were someone who like I just got in a relationship with you like last year, six right. months ago, and now I either have to be separate from you or tied up to you night and day. Mm. Oh no, this was year one, DJ. No, no, no. My bags would be packed. Um, hit and saw no, his bags will be packed. <laughs> Got this twisted. Um, yeah, no, year one DJ, this one, this one be working. Five no. and a half, I ain't got the energy to pack all those bags. All right? Be like, today one of us takes the couch, the other one takes the guest room, the other one takes the bedroom. Right. Pick a seat. Half those bags are my bags. Half the bag is yours. Like it's they're, they're two together. Um, we just gotta work it out. <laughs> exactly. We grown folks. We adults. Although we got that good black don't crack. Right. But we adults. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, since we're actually on the relationship mm-hmm. train, I'm gonna ask you: How has your relationship been during COVID? So, have you learned more about each other? Have you fallen more in love after five and a half years? Now, or are you tired of each other? But, you know, again, you're forced together. You live together. Well, we're not really tired of each other. Um, you know, it's a two-bedroom apartment. Sorry, it's a one-bedroom apartment. 
and there's only two rooms so like right now I'm in one he's in the other mm-hmm. um that's our vacation <laughs> um so, you know one of us will crawl into the other person's face and be like I want to hug like you know eventually but there's enough separation I guess for now um he's also caught me planning our wedding <laughs> a few times um there's no plans for a wedding though uh, there's no ring. Um, but you know Pinterest Pinterest has been keeping me very happy. Um, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I ain't got nothing else to do, sweetie. <laughs> I have the venue. <laughs> I have the chairs booked <laughs> for a wedding he, he doesn't know anything about. Thanks, COVID. So yeah, I think we're a little closer. So um, Closer to a wedding. <laughs> So my man, if you're listening to this podcast, once it's posted, you you heard her. She got everything planned out. That en- engagement better be spectacular. Right. That's all I'm saying. You just wake up one day and like think you walk into work and like just walk into a wedding. <laughs> get this great. Like, fork up like, the ring, sweetie. Like, break if you got an interview, make sure you dress up suit and tie. It's a promotion. Right, right. Shows up. Daddy's already walking you down the aisle. There's a wedding. I'm in a wedding dress. Right? And this is the part where he goes, and then you woke up. Uh, <laughs> girl can dream. A girl can dream. You are, you are allowed to dream. First of all, not, you don't even have to dream. You're allowed to make that a reality. Emphasis on the five and a half years. You are allowed to. His hand is not empty. Wait. <laughs> Look at something, something. 2021. We're going to put it in, in, into existence. We're going to manifest it. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll let everybody get the vaccines first. Maybe uh, 2022. And we'll do that one. You know, once oh. everybody settles down a little bit, you know, right. let the cough come out of the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we'll go 20. We'll, let's go, like, <laughs> engagement at least. But the wedding itself, all this needs to disappear first. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so how else? How else has this affected your relationship? Better or worse? Like, how has COVID just boom? Um, I think it's been pretty good. Um, you know, we both lost our jobs. Uh, he had two jobs, so he still has one. Um, but you know, it was kind of sad, you know, just having, you know, something that we both enjoy doing, you know, I was a recruiter, he manages a recruitment agency, you know, so, you know, we kind of had this tag team thing going on. I love that. It's kind of cute. We work on projects together and then we both lost them. So that was a little hard and something else, um, on the big better, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I do miss that kind of together. That was, that was kind of cute for a minute there. Yes. I actually love that in the sense where it's like you guys have something that you both can relate to, but it's still separate. We can still be your own mm-hmm. person, but to have that kind of common denominator. Oh, that's so cute. At one point, we had the same manager, so we could got to come home and like, you know, cuss about her. Like, did you hear what she said? Were you in that meeting? 
man, I saw her. Like, it was, it was great. <laughs> I love, yeah, see, no one knows. That's actually super fun. I like that. Oh my gosh. See, now what you guys need to do? Gain a little bit more experience and open your own company. Boom. Black-owned business on its way. Right. right. Um, the only thing is, can I start my own company and still be done by five? Can you start your own? I want to go to yoga class. Um, I know, you use the ball, so you can even stop at noon if you wanted to. <laughs> That's always my fear when people say start your own business. And I'm like, but I like a nine to five. Um, you, you, you like know, structure. I'm a girl who loves yeah I like structure mm-hmm. I like when my coach let's go to the bar after you know I want to go um, of course. I don't want to have to be locking up the doors <laughs> I just want to drop my keys <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, looking at the clock oh it is 4.59 <laughs> close the book <laughs> first of all I see nothing Bye. wrong with that First of all, your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health comes first. Two, just find a very good employee or assistant who will lock up for you and skedaddle. How many business owners you really know actually up in the buildings after a certain time? You lucky if they're there until three o'clock. You're right. You're right. You're the key. This is why she's a businesswoman. Boom. Girl, namaste. I'm going to get the hell up out of here. Me. All those years in retail where we didn't want to do closing shifts, you think I'm going to stay past Young and the Restless? She's like, you work at the mall. I own the mall. <laughs> See? Taking the thoughts right on my mind. Yes. <laughs> Now, my next question for you is, has it been more stressful for you to maintain both relationships and friendships during COVID? I'm going to throw the friends in there right quick. Yeah. 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 You know, I've had a history of not being a good friend. But to save myself, I will say I'm an in-person friend. I love going for lunch. Yes. I love a good dinner. I love a good brunch. Texting. I think I got about 14 minutes text on the phone. So COVID's not doing very well for me and friends. And I will say that I'm not very good at that. And it's something I got to work on. We're going to grow. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It is. It's hard. Are you a texter? Here's the thing. I'm like you. I'm an in-person friend. <laughs> when, you get, when you hear that, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm not even going to sit here and let you take the seat. Now, I'm going to put myself on blast. I am an in-person friend to a certain extent. One, I'm very much a homebody. So if we going out, it better be lit. It better be worth my time, me getting mm. dressed, putting on makeup. Food, drink, something better be popping or else I'm going to be mad. So right. I'm an in-person friend when it's planned accordingly. I am a texter only because I, I'm, I hate the phone. I was like, let's talk on the phone. I said, let's not. Samuel, if you really want to speak to me, send me a voice note. 
<laughs> you're still speaking to me, but I get to reply on my time. Right. And if it means that much to you, I will send you a voice note back. I see that. But I am you know like what? You. I should encourage people to do that more because I have a rule. <laughs> it's not a good rule. After 10, you have no friend? Mm-hmm. You can try again at 8 a.m. Um, but my you know, she's had the same rule since like grade seven. <laughs> I'll answer the phone. Good night. Uh, are you dying? No? Good night. See you at eight. Okay. Send me a text. My assistant will get back to you. Who are you talking to me after 10 minutes? The fact that you still have this rule and I remember it word for word. You guys, take it. We're in our 20s. Kiba has had this rule since we were in grade 7. When I met this girl, the girl's rule. And I always thought that was like your parents' rule. And that carried over to now. After 10, she had no yeah. friend. This is before we really use cell phones like that. So if you know if you're going to call, you're calling the house phone. My God, yeah. I'm on old. But yeah. when we're calling, you're calling the house phone. Ain't nobody Caribbean Jamaican mother want anybody ringing down their phone for the pitney after 10. Nope. I ain't got nothing to talk to you about. You're not dying? So we can talk tomorrow. Oh my God, you I'm better crying. be calling me for your final words. <laughs> That's it. Oh. And I'm my man. I'm so sorry. The store is closed. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm just as bad too. Even sometimes the man starts calling and I'm just like, but I'm watching a good show. What? What? Like that, if I answer That's the phone, the I'm really going to have to give you my undivided attention. And I can't, like we're watching girlfriends right now. Like, hmm. That's what it is. You're a perfectionist. You want to make sure you can give it your all. That's what it is. Oh, because then when I don't, I look, don't. I come across as rude, but I'm not trying to be. Right. I'm trying to spend but the you time. Care too much. Right. Well, that's how I sleep at night. <laughs> See, this is the perks of living with your man. We don't have to worry about the phone calls. You could just look to him and be like, I'm busy watching my show. When this lock off, then we can do a little something, something. Michael, that's a good listen. He will throw the phone. He oh. will throw the phone. Is he going to throw it back? It's him time. He is like, I don't know who is calling your phone at 10 o'clock, but it's my time. I went to work all day. It is my time. Okay, so he adapted that rule too. You see? Mm-hmm. Forget the Will and Jada type of love. You know like what? We one. watch movies together. We watch movies together. You know what? We, I, I'll, I'll go through all Netflix. I'll pick stuff. I'll put it in and watch later. He comes home. Dinner. We sit down. We watch a show. Why are you calling me so? Nothing even rub his feet. He does not want me to, anyone to be on the phone. He is getting pampered. Unfortunately, I have the time. (laughs) 
I don't think he's gonna let me go back to work. That girl said, "Unfortunately, I have the time." I got time for you. <laughs> but yeah, but call me if you you know you need something. I, I'm here. I got you. Borderline is called key, but if it's an emergency, you are allowed to call after 10. You better be dying. If it's not 8 a.m. Like, even if you are dying, like, I mean, why would you call me? Like, should 911 be the call? No. Just saying. Or even your mama, your daddy. But, you know, I mean, do you. Right? Like, I'm honored. However, comma. I really have to be that person? (laughs) Mind you, we still care for your well-being. But this is That's the important part. We we care. Right. But if you can shoot us a text, shoot us a text. Shoot us a voice note. That's that's what I'm going to start doing. Voice note. Voice note. I'm telling... You see the voice notes I send you because I'm like, this is too much to text. Right. And then, like, I'm saving you effort having to read. Just listen to my voice and just reply with what you feel. I'm, like, I'm going to start dropping that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Oh. That's definitely new ways. <laughs> Between WhatsApp and iMessage, I never have to send a text again. Shoot. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait till someone listens to this podcast or if you're listening to it right now. We are good people, I promise you. We are good people. We try. We try. But this is me unapologetically us. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, girl, I'm grown. No, it ain't gonna change. I've always said it's because when I was younger, my mom would be like, why are you answering the phone? da 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 so, like, you know, the, you have them classical kids who always want to answer the phone and act like their parents to talk on the phone? My mom didn't mm-hmm. play that. However, now when I'm older, I still don't want to answer the phone. So that's her fault. And I'm sticking to it. You know what? That's what she gets. <laughs> exactly! I don't, ask for, I don't ask for nobody. Sometimes I'll look right. at the phone and I'll watch it ring. When the ringing stops, I will send you that text message. I have that person. There's no, some... I've, I've had to get better with that. Like, I've had a couple friends call me, and I know it's going to be a long conversation. And I watch it ring, and I watch it ring, and I go, just, just, just answer. You're not doing nothing. It is COVID. You ain't got nothing to do. Send <laughs> it to the phone. I gotta like bully myself into it. Like, you know, that's because, you know, your friends want to talk to you. You know, they have something going on in their life. So, but here's the thing we both have nothing to do. You could have called me during the day. True. During business hours when it was appropriate. It's very true. (laughs) Nighttime, the minute the clothes come, look here. I feel like the minute the bra comes off, I don't want to do anything. You're lucky if the bra goes off. Wait, because I still have to work in a professional setting, yes. However, they're unemployed. <laughs> they get served. <laughs> they ain't been outside in so long. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I think this interview. <laughs> that line right there. Oh, there's a friend. What there's a friend right now, but it's after ten o'clock. I got I got in before closing hours. Appreciate you. I got you, girl. I got you. Oh gosh. I do think that line just made this interview probably one of my favorites. This was for the books. My boobs get served. Oh my god. Oh, okay. So stayed on the topic of friendships, describe kind of that shift in friendships. So we talk about, in a sense, we, we know we ain't good with the phones, all right? We're not going to stress on that no more. But how, in other ways, have you kept up with your friendships? Have you discovered new ways of communicating? Have you realized your true, com- um, shoot, I can't even speak right now. Connection? Yes, yes. <laughs> Along that line. <laughs> like, so like, how are you truly you, compatible? You? Compatible. That, that's the word. Oh, yes. No, definitely. Like, it's, this man is my best friend. That's the thing. Like, mm. at the end of the day, even if we're not living together, something happens, he's the first person I want to call. Yeah. My mom says we are like you ever watch like Spider Man and they have the symbiote like and like lives on his body? That is how she describes me and him. <laughs> that he's my oh, symbiote. Bro. Yeah, we just we work in tandem. He's the person I wanna call anyway. So yes. you know, even if we get into a fight, he's the person I wanna talk to about the fight. Um, so you know, I think it, it works out. It works out just fine because we want to hang out with each other anyway. And I think that's the point. You should be in a relationship with somebody that you want to hang out with. If, even if all the love falls away, you mm-hmm. don't want to touch this person. You still want to talk to the person. Like you guys are friends first and friends always. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. I think that's what's missing right. from a lot of relationships now. A lot of people just get into it. We're just going to dive into the deep end. They don't work their way up let's experience you for a year let's have that friendship we need to go through all seasons together and covid's giving you winter summer spring and fall we need to go through all seasons together can i handle you when you're mad not just when you're happy like we need to see if we're truly compatible i'm about to read everybody for a second because i keep hearing this people keep coming to me oh my god you're so lucky you found a man because no one these days wants to be in a relationship I'm so sorry. I keep I, I asked them I said well where are you looking because if you're going to the club looking for a man he's not there he's not did you go to the club to find a husband no nobody does that because it's not that's not husband material I found my man at the library. When was the last time y'all was in the library? First of all, I'm upset because I was in the library almost every day and I still didn't find no man at York. But continue. Go ahead, read me. Read me. I just be coming like he only wants a one night stand. I said, you went to a one night location. 
I, I don't understand. I don't go to KFC and complain that I ain't got a salad. It's fast food. You got to go find it where you go find salad. Like, yeah, y'all out here trying to make fried chicken into a salad. It, it ain't it. Because that ain't it. <laughs> just, just saying, like, people say it to me all the time, and I'm like, I'm sorry, sis. I'm not on your side. <laughs> you shopping in the wrong store. Kiba's out here singing the remix to Shantae's Got a Man. Kiba got a man. When this interview is done, go listen to that song. Michael said, oh, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, your baby dad. Oh, I'm sorry about your man. But you see, I got a man at home. He good to me. I'm about to lose him for none of y'all. But if I can find one, you can find one too. There, there. Because <laughs> you know what? You didn't, you didn't like the, the girls didn't like the guy at the library. They didn't like him. They're there. They're like, oh, he's not wearing a nice outfit like the guy in the club. The guy trying to get his vacation. Stop being a KFC girl. Be a pop ass. No, get you food that will settle in your stomach. Like, don't get you stuff that's gonna run through you. Ooh, literally and figuratively. Am I allowed to say that? (laughs) Yikes, I don't know. Is there ratings on this? I'm just surprised I've gone this long without swearing. I'm I'm a sailor. Gonna be on my best behavior. I'm, I'm crying. You have me in tears. <laughs> well, see that you had good compatibility with your boo. So what about the the friendships? Have you figured, like, realized during COVID, there's some people be like, we're actually not as compatible as friends as I thought we were. Did you come yeah. across that? Oh, oh I girl yeah. say you. The eyes went wide open. I don't do well in women relationships. <clears throat> this is bad. Because I'm a woman. And I really do want them. I just, I struggle. I struggle. Um, all my friends are men. And men, when they communicate, it's all like, you know, they're taught to like hide their feelings. Yeah. They come to you like, oh, I don't like what you said. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it like that. And they go, oh, see. And then we walk away. That's it. Yeah. With women, the conversation never happens. Like, it's always, and like what you said, I didn't mean it like that. But I felt like you meant it like this. But I didn't mean it like this. But this is how it made me feel. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> I <fight> you. <laughs> I can't. I need to work on handling feelings because mm-hmm. I've been around men so long 
men 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 have feelings they just don't present it to you like that they're just more direct with their communication right like this is a this is b we got c all right let's dip that's it right right like well that's funny because i i like to i have like i have rules i have like little rules that i try and live by when it comes to like my man and my friends Mm -hmm. and it's i always i have the you problem me problem we problem scenario can you explain that this is how we me and him get into arguments if he says something and i don't like it i have to ask myself first before i go i don't like what you said i gotta ask myself why is Mm -hmm. that a me problem or a we problem because if i ask myself i don't like it and then i realize but he probably didn't mean it like that then that's a me problem because you know he didn't mean any harm by it. So I have to figure it out myself and make myself feel better because I'm grown. Don't bring a you problem into a we. Well, that grown what's he going to do? What's he going to do about it? Your feelings. How's he going to make your feelings better? He can't because he didn't do anything. Boom. You problem, me problem, we problem. Take you problem somewhere else. I ain't got nothing to do with me. I hope y'all heard that because that that just I felt that. But some people don't like that. Some people are like, no, but you should help me with. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not Kiva. That's a you problem, boo. That sounds like a you problem, sweetie. Man, I can give you my two cents, but that's about it. I ain't going to bed stressed about this at night. Right? Because at the end of the day, I can't heal your feelings. You gotta do that. Like when people have man problems and be like, honey, you can tell me. But first of all, I'm sorry, but if I ain't got no man problems on my own, do you think I want to take on yours? I'll give you my two cents. I'll give you my two cents. Either glowing skin, I ain't got no man problems. She got a reading glasses on right now. I ain't got no reading glasses. <laughs> if I don't have my own man problems, best believe I ain't taking on nobody else's man. I ain't taking on nobody else's stress. Because then when you're good, I'm still left over here. What did that do for me? And but like people can still call you for advice. Of course. So if I, that's that's a you problem. But there's Remember levels where of the problem is, exactly. right? Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm just here to listen. I can't help you. You can help. Me. I'm like that human diary. Go ahead and write. Go ahead and vent. But at the end of the day, when you close that book, at the end of the day, when we end that call, you still have to figure out what you want to do. Don't you actually? I noticed that in COVID, a lot of people are on Twitter. I, I'm not on Twitter right now. I'm not on Instagram because I'm giving myself some time mm-hmm. to stop answering people. <laughs> I be arguing with people out there. I've got, I've gotten some of these fan groups after me a few times. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that, especially because I said I have the time, but. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of people being like, 
you know, check if your friend is really your friend. You know, if they haven't messaged you, you know, know where they are. That's, you know, they're not really your friend. Okay, yes. That's actually what I to ask you about. How do you feel about that when you see that online? That's wild. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I have a friend. um, I think you remember Anissa. Hi, Anissa. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Me and Anissa made a pact when we left high school. We said, we're going to call each other once every quarter and we're going to see each other once a year. We made a pact because we know we're not social creatures. Mm-hmm. And we understand each other that we're going to move apart in our lives. But we will see each other once every year and we'll talk at least once every season just to maintain the relationship. People don't seem to care about their friends' boundaries of friendship. Oh, we made that pack because, like, Right. Like, we made that pact because we knew each other. We know what their our boundaries are. Mm-hmm. You're trying to impose your boundaries on other people. Not expectations. Right. Right. And, like, I even had another friend. I realized, like, her boundaries are different than mine. And I either have to accept it or pick another friend. I don't get to just, like, bully her into doing what I want her to do. She's mm-hmm. a person. But then she can't bully you either. Bully, manipulate, depending on how you want to look at it. But I gotta decide whether that matches my values. And if the friendship's worth it, I'll just make it work. And if it's not, then I guess we're gonna move on. But people on here like, test your friends. Test your friends? That's not a friend. No. Anybody ever counted the days and told me, you gonna call me in 22 days? Look here, you are a text message from 22 days ago. DJ goes through my phone all the time going like, you have a message from me. I'm like, give me my phone, first of all. <laughs> Don't read me in my own house. <laughs> right? But it's true, me and that friend are cool. <laughs> they know what's up. Right. You're real one. You know what's up. But yeah, that's what we kind of made that establishment. And, you know, we stick to it. And we stuck to it ever since. And we're, we're cool. And it's worked till this day. Right. And see, I think I like how you said the fact that in a sense that statement or test is pretty much it's pretty whack because it's not only the boundaries, but we have to understand we what I'm going through, you probably don't know, and I don't know what you're going through, and vice versa for everybody else. Some people sometimes they need to fight their battles alone. Sometimes people just want their space. If they're not messaging you, you can't really take it personally. And if you feel like it's a personal thing, ask them. Hey, what's up? You know, it's been a while since I've heard from you. Hope everything's okay. Don't just assume, well, this person hates me or this person is trying to do whatever, whatever. And I think that's a lot of things. We take things, we're living in an era where people take things so personally. Right. And so I say, like, I will share part of my life with you. I share with you what I want you to know. Right. I share with you what I'm not afraid will get out there. It's COVID time. You know what? I'm going to take this as a me time to self-reflect and work on me. Doesn't mean we're not friends. Doesn't mean I don't want to talk with you. But sometimes I just need that me time. If you're going to take offense to it and not communicate, well, then that's on you. That is a you problem. This is not a we problem. Right? Like, I mean, like, 
I guess I'll go a little personal. Mm-hmm. Last year, I was working a job where I was doing 80, sometimes 90 hours a week. Damn. Because they were disrespectful. Uh, the overtime checks were good. Um, but I also was going through a health crisis and I nearly died. I lost That's 30 pounds. I lost all my hair. And I just, and I was still working 90 hours. What 30 pounds do you have to lose? You're already tiny. That was the problem. Um, but I didn't have it to lose. So I look awful. One day I will eventually tell my story. Y'all will see the posts and good the picture difference. Because when it happens gradually, you don't notice. It's when you really see the difference that you're like, whoa. Um, but it was hard. And I had people, I had a friend come to me and tell me, she thought our friendship was one-sided so that she didn't think that I was there for her Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel the need to you know feel bad for myself and say like well where were you like I was literally dying Dying. um you didn't check on me you were too busy being mad that I didn't reach out to you but you know that you kind of never know what's happening with people no. So if you need people, just ask them. Like, if they're just not there and they're just like, oh, like, you know, I don't want to talk to you. That's another Right, thing. like a screw you attitude then. That's on yeah. them. Right. But like, if you're just like, this person hasn't called me, I'm going through stuff and you haven't called me. Obviously, you must not want to be my friend. You never know what's happening. Oh, that's some high school shit. A lot of people still in high school. Their their body graduated, but their mind did not. Cause when I tell you, and wait, I'm gonna do this quick side note before you continue your story. There's gonna be that one person watching this podcast, and they're gonna know me and Kiba personally. Kiba and I have our history. I will put this on the podcast. So we have our history. We know. So for anyone about to see this podcast and be like, oh my gosh, they talking on the podcast. Oh my God, they this. First of all, I've already made it clear. If you was truly my friend and I care for you, I will always care for you. We will not talk about what happened, but me and Cuba have discussed this. We know what happened. We knew where each other stay. We've squashed everything. This will always be my sister, no matter how far she is. So I know there's going to be some little trifling people watching this. And like we they say, always are. They always are. And like we say, your body graduated from high school, but your mind didn't. We grown. Right. We Honestly, I check up on people a lot. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I, I find that people cut people off a lot. Yes. Happened to me. Um, people cut people off and Don't they're worry. like, it's over. Mm-hmm. And this is it forever. And, you know, I guess that experience kind of showed me that, like, people change, man. Like, I have I have a friend who's been doing the same stuff over and over since we were two years old. But every once in a while, I still check up on her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're still the same person? I- <laughs> I'm going to take my step back again. It's not draining. It's not like I'm emitting any energy for it it's just 
people change. People and change. you miss out on such good relationships and such good human interaction. If you're just like, well, when that person was 12, they did this to me. Exactly. Or even something from like two, three years ago. You're like, well, they did this. And it's like, maybe they did. And maybe they learned. Mm-hmm. And maybe they grew. <laughs> no, you're right. It's if the person just, is truly know, evolving, they're not the same person they were two years ago, two yeah. months ago, two weeks ago, even two minutes ago. I've had people do me dirty and I've known people be like, what are you hanging out with that person? And I was like, it's over. Yes. It is fine. Holding that in my chest would do more damage to me than letting this person go. Like, it, it's fine. Exactly. And those people who are be like, what are you doing? Like, you're living for what drama? If me and this right. person don't have a problem, then why are you worried? Right. It's normally the other friends, the other friends who are like, you know, oh, you should still be mad about that thing that someone did to you. And you're like, why? Read them, read them real quick. Ooh. And we speak from experience. It's a lot of outside influences, a lot of outside quote-unquote friends. Mm-hmm. I'm laughing really hard because I have a friend that we both know from high school. <laughs> we had a falling out and I tried to go see if she was okay. Yep. It was a mess. <laughs> I don't think we'll be okay for a while, but it was a hot mess. And you know what? I tried. I got bitter out of it. <laughs> We're yeah. cool. But, you know, don't, don't, don't keep that stress in your chest. Oh, it doesn't give you wrinkles. Yes. It's not as, there's no glycolic acid in this world that can solve you and stress. Um, so. As long as you, in a sense, did your part and you are happy with yourself and you know that you can sleep tonight and say, I gave it all I got. I put in the effort. That's all you can do. Right. Once you give people it, it's People just want to cut person. people off. That's lazy. That's lazy. If you Especially, had a true friendship, you would put in the effort. Um, right? Especially when you don't have a conversation. They should know is what I hear. I had my friend cut off another friend and I was like, and she, I was like, did you talk to her? No. She should know. Sometimes people don't know. You should know why. <laughs> I'm not a mind reader. Do I live and then like they had a conversation and they were fine. And I was like, you see, you just wasted a year fighting because you thought she should, she should know. know. If she should know, open your mouth. Yep. No, it's true. But, but we change. That's I have awful. a policy. I have, a, I have a lot of policies. <laughs> I have a policy. I'm not. Tell us the policy, anything. girl. Tell us the policy. I don't say anything that I can't say with my chest. If I can't say it to you with my chest, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say it to you. Now, I I speak very truthfully, um, which bothers some people sometimes. But I won't say anything that I know is going to hurt you or that I would feel bad repeating to you so that's kind yeah. of my rule to sell you'll tell them like it is but you're not going to tell them the stuff that are going to be purposely spiteful because you're in your feelings right mm-hmm. right are you trying to be hurtful or are you trying to be honest i think a lot of people don't understand that yes. difference like 
that's where that gray area comes no in. Hairline. You don't have to tell her if you had no hairline. You could just tell her, you know, hey, I know a good hairstylist. That's it. Wink, wink. <laughs> wink, wink. I have this great cream that really grows, you know, hair spots. That's coming from my chest. White, I black, gotta tell gray. You. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, your hair is That's me. Right? You know, it's a different. Sorry, LeBron, I actually love you. <laughs> Marry me. I've never shared something. <laughs> that was mean. Tori, I'm I'm sorry. Why'd you shoot Meg? Sorry. I'm Tori, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I thought about that too. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Tori, I'm sorry. That was, like that was Wendy Williams, allegedly. 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 You shot our girl Megan Thee Stallion in the foot two times. And I know the difference. That, that one was a cheap shot. My bad story. Hmm. Until he's proven innocent. Where's <laughs> <laughs> oh. a little teacup? <laughs> Sip real quick. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. Now, keeping on the trends of friendships, and again, the com- Wow, I forgot my word. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay, good. Not connection, but the other one. Exactly. <laughs> In terms of social media, but you actually kind of touched on that, because you say you don't really use social media as much, right? Since COVID? Not now. I'll probably come back, like, soon. I guess. Mm. But so when you were on it, though... Did it like you think it pulled your friendships? Because we're gonna put the relationship to the side for now. But in terms of friendship, did social media kind of pull you guys closer, or do you think it kind of pulled you apart? Even prior to COVID, the effects of social media and friendships. I think it gave me a bit of FOMO, in a sense. Want to explain what it is real quick? FOMO. Um, fear of missing out. Okay. I. You know, people who, you know, say maybe you're on the rocks with them or you haven't seen them in a while or maybe they say they're busy and then you see them with someone else Mm -hmm. or, you know, everybody's at a party and you're like, oh, why not get invited? You start making these thoughts and they're not healthy. Yeah. It's just, it's not even necessarily always a bad thing. I think our brains, we automatically are like, you know, disrespect and, you know, whatever. But it's most of the time it's not. It's just that wasn't for you. Like, I just wasn't your opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, maybe take it as a sign if your friends are always hanging out without you. Um, but um, I was just always, like, my, I would go to worst-case scenario, especially with people who I know love and care about me. Yeah. So it's just a matter of, like, not everything's for you. And social media kind of makes, everything in your face and like makes you question things and 
I had to, I had to, I had to come off. No, I get you on that. Because we always say social media highlights the good. You don't see the bad. You don't see in between. But like you said, it does kind of give you that. So how comes I wasn't a part of that? How comes I didn't get to do that? Uh, But they're still talking and I'm over here. So it might not necessarily pull you apart, but it does kind of distance you if you are not part of that crowd in that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And then also people would always, because I'm not like the biggest sexer or let me just, I'm not the best communicator. I'm working on it. Um, people would be like, you know, kind of saying like, oh, you didn't answer me on this. You didn't say this. Like it would make more drama than anything. And I kind of have to remind people like, I just don't use it like that. Like I will post a selfie on Instagram and walk away from my phone like they're like how did you not see the messages because I literally didn't look you don't live on your phone (laughs) it went click (laughs) I went that looks cute and I put my phone down and I went away Mm -hmm. and that's how I do it and it was just got into like little rips and I feel the need to always say something yeah like you kind of are put in a position to always defend yourself more than probably need to right especially Twitter. That is just a hot garbage bag of people saying opinions nobody asked about. I had to learn. Nobody cares. Just walk away. Just stop. The trolls are coming out. Mm-hmm. I think it was the fan group for, what is X X X Tentacion? Uh, oh, you put yourself uh, in that hot was, water. That was steaming water uh to the point where i got death threats um people were in my dms with death threats um my phone could not stop going off i think it got something like fifty thousand replies like it was insane i do not know how celebrities ever use social media because if my phone did that every day i i'd explode they were like your grandmother should die. And I was like, I think I called him overrated. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I know <laughs> you're not apologizing say, to me. I can officially say I'm very sorry. It was in, it was in a sentence. It was in, there was context. Have um, you listened to his music before? Barely. Which is I was about saying you better than me. Cause mm, I only heard about him when I he think, died. I think the point I made was that people make sensationalized people when they die and that even if you're overrated when you're alive, people will act like you're amazing when you're dead. No, but it's and true. They were like, people don't give you me a changed my dad. life. <laughs> like, what he do? Did he, did he pay that school fee? You would think. The way did he pay were, your rent? They, these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had I had to turn off the phone. Uh, people literally at like seven a.m. in the morning. I woke up and I had death threats. If I found out where you lived, I'd kill you. Because I'm having my own opinion. Oh, well, damn. So Twitter and I we broke <laughs> for a while. Um, it's not the first time. That's actually the third time I've gone 
viral for a really bad reason. Um, Usually, yeah. Uh, I've, I've had uh, that. I criticized J-Lo's really performance good. for Motown. Ooh, don't do that. J-Lo. You had all of Motown sitting in the audience. Diana Ross was in. Everybody. And you put J-Lo center stage and Neil was on the piano as her background? The J-Lo fans? You brave. J- Look here. I felt Smokey Robinson like come for me. <laughs> Smokey Robinson got upset. I felt so personally attacked. Not Smokey. I'd be hurt. That's talking about you're supposed to give her a chance and all these people bashing J-Lo. Like my, my, my brother's girlfriend sent me the, how my tweet made it onto Hollywood Unlocked. And I'm like, I done pissed off Smokey Robinson. But I ain't sorry. Smokey Robinson. Smokey was mad. I was like, the other day I sent you a tweet and I didn't realize you tagged Kenya more in it. And I was like, I'm not trying to get in the Twitter issue again. I am traumatized. <laughs> this woman attacks me. I will cry. I didn't know she was in this conversation. <laughs> she doesn't need to know I don't like her. <laughs> Very scared. Very scared. <laughs> I get a little deja vu flashback. <laughs> Watch his pearl. <laughs> so, needless to say, social media can either work in your favor or in our case um post by yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now my next question for you is if it wasn't for covid would you know some of the things that you know now so what were you taught what did you realize during covid what have you learned about yourself and your role in relationships and friendships? Hmm. I learned a couple things, actually, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, a, I over-communicate. Like, shut up. Stop too much. <laughs> I need, that, that was the point of cutting off social media. communicating to over-communicate. Oh, social media, okay, okay. Yeah, I over-communicate my opinion. I had to learn, ain't nobody asked. Just because people said things doesn't mean you have to say things again. It's like that. Like just let it stand. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that one. Right. Because a lot of the time it just gets you in a lot of trouble. So yeah, um yeah. just learning your opinion ain't quati. <laughs> Sorry, that's an old term. <laughs> Sorry, Jamaicans. Um but um I guess with relationships, um, I learned I have a, oh, I'm going to say policy again. Have a drinking game. We we like your policies. (laughs) Have a long leash. And I learned this because of my friends' relationship. I have a lot of friends, like a lot of my friends' groups are in relationships. Um, And their girlfriends, especially during COVID, have gotten very strict. And DJ and I are known for having a very open relationship not open like freaky devil not at a table yeah yeah 
that's another one. Another, that's another day. Um, that tea is hot. Um, How mad did you lock Cuba back for a part two? Hold up. Ooh, take away. I said I have a lot of opinions. I just need to learn to. <laughs> but uh, I'll we'll be back for season three, four, and five at this rate. Go ahead. Long leash, like I just. I, I, my, my, I think my grandmother and my mother always used to say, uh, only a cage dog runs away. So uh-huh. if you put your man in a cage, he's going to keep trying to escape. And if the only thing that's keeping your man here is the cage, maybe get another man? Like, sorry, mm-hmm. sis. I, I have a lot of male friends. That would be very intimidating for some men, and it is. I've my friends have told me like I'd never let my woman go out the way you go out. That's not my woman. Mm. He has a lot of women friends because he's a human puppy dog, so he's always hanging around, surrounded by gorgeous women. And I mean, I guess he could cheat on me if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But we're very open. I he has the password to my phone. I have the password to his phone, but we don't search it. Nope. We just know that at any time he could go through anything on there, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of having a long leash, like letting someone go and do their thing, because you only feel restricted when someone. I guess it kind of goes back to, and this is kind of like my favorite saying when it came from Nippy, um, Nippy, well, I'm thinking Whitney, when it came from Nipsey Hussle and Lauren London, where you don't own people or you don't possess people, you experience them. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You just don't, like, I know, I, I made a joke about cheating. I think I told them, like, I'm like, I've been tired all night, all these nights. I'm like, maybe you need to go find another sister wife to go take some of this work off of me. Maybe she can cook a meal once or twice. Maybe pull a scissor, scissor type of thing on the weekend. <laughs> go to your other girlfriend. Give me some time off. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, and I made that joke and one of my friends said, I could never say that. And I was like, why? And was like, my girlfriend wouldn't let me. And I was like, you can't even joke. And he was like, about cheating? That's terrible. And I'm like, you ain't gonna do it. Right. Like, if you you gotta put your man in a cage to keep him there. Sis. I got nothing to cook. I don't know, so I don't know. And same for guys. Like, if she can't talk to other guys because she's gonna run off and figure out that guy's better than you. No, whose fault is that? I think people don't understand. Yes, you can have your relationships. Like we said, like you know, your mom kind of sees you guys as Velcro, but at the end of the day, you guys still separate. And at the end of the day, you are you, he is he. I I like to look at Lately, I like to look at relationships relationships as a threesome. There's me, there's you, then there's us. Hmm. You need to be your own in- individual person. You make yourself happy. I make myself happy. We come together and make each other happy. Yep. Everyone just thinks, well, now we're just 
We're going to weave together like a two-strand twist in my head top. And now everything we do has to be me and you. All right. Not everybody has to be the symbiote, the symbiotic relationship. Me and him are just like that because he genuinely just, he's both my best friend and my boyfriend. So mm-hmm. he plays two parts. That's because we is want it like that. Right. I've seen some like, unhealthy ones. We want it like that. If we needed to separate, like he just goes off in the room and I don't see him today. It's fine. Like, do your thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm secure enough in this relationship that I know you're not going nowhere. Oh. Where are you going? Where are you going? Like, you can't come back at the end of the day. And there you go. Ahead. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> it must be hilarious for him because he's only hearing one side of this conversation right now. A little confused. <laughs> good things only. Good things only. You might want to watch this episode before he does. Just saying. <laughs> just said, stop talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> he, just tell him he's a prime example for men everywhere right now. He knows that. Don't, don't make his head bigger. Suck it, suck it. See? When you are securing yourself, boom. <laughs> Uh, I know what I got. He ain't going nowhere. Again, I will watch the rating on your your channel. I don't know how these rating systems work. That's all I'm gonna say. I I am mad at you. There is a reason why Kiba's got a man at home. He's waiting on her. Boom. There's a reason why. I'm going to send you this song. You you can give me the whole remix version right now. So my next question for you is, what do you want moving forward from relationships and friendships, knowing what you know now, going through the different experiences and roller coasters and after the growth, what do you want moving forward? I want people to be more open. I want people to not be scared to communicate mm-hmm. and not be scared to kind of tell people what they want and what their needs are and stop expecting people to just know. Yeah. Like, we're not kids anymore. Kids, kids will just be friends because you are in close proximity with another person and that must mean that we're friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their needs are very, you know, very similar. But once you get older, like, how you act, what you need, what you want from people is very different. Yes, um, or at least it should be. I my, right? Um, I myself don't require a lot from my friends. Um, I just want to know that, you know, you're there um, and that you communicate. I don't want to feel like there's something simmering underneath. So, you know, let me know if you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Let me know if you need something for more from me. Um, don't tell me, you know, six months down the line, like, you know, I felt like, you know, you weren't really here for me during this. And I'm sitting there like, I could have been had you said something. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my pet peeve with people when like they bring something up like this really bothered me last year. And they don't bring it up in a way that they want to communicate with you. It's more like they bring it up as a way to attack you. 
and it's right. Like your character. It's like I'm leaving you because you didn't do A, B, and C instead of being like, this is what I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's what a, that's what relationships are. That's why you know I'm still with this man because we came to kind of an understanding that like relationships, people divorce and leave so quickly because they're in a fight and they don't like something about the person. Yeah. But if you know you have that foundation, you know that you guys have a connection like work on those things that man in that room there does not communicate a lick he sits on things he does not let things go Mm -hmm. that's the thing that we work on together and I say okay we're gonna sit down today you know we're gonna wait till whatever it is that's bothering your head top drops out because we're not gonna let it simmer Mm -hmm. and I think that's what people need to do more like just have that conversation I know it's hard but I it's not hard for me like I said over communicator <laughs> too no. much about my feelings I but, wish I was that I'm more and I'm more on his team where it's just like sit on it and then like when it's time to actually speak up it's like you're shaking like can I just like act like this doesn't bother me anymore I, I wish I was well, I guess my advice would be just speak up when it's small like that first maybe only not that first time because then you're so mad but like you know <laughs> you're noticing a pattern starting like mm-hmm wants to drop his clothes all over the house because we're in COVID instead of in the laundry bin that I paid $40 at Ikea for. Um, you know, the first time, I'm not going to bother you the second time. The third time, mama ain't raised no school. I'm going to need to have a conversation. I'm not going to wait six months to the point where I am irritated. Yes. And then come at you like why are your clothes always on the goddamn floor? And then he's gonna come at you, well it's been like this for six months. You didn't have a problem before. And then what people do when they both are bad at communicating, then they go, Well you've been doing this for six months too. And mm-hmm. it's like, well mm-hmm. now you both have problems. Yes. If you guys have just talked about it six months ago, both y'all wouldn't be mad. We wouldn't be here right now right just talk people don't talk everything's always like bad mind talk with the person person. Hmm? talk with the person not at the person there's a fine right Right. Mm. talk to people most of the time they don't mean you harm like more times than not people think they're doing things everybody nobody thinks they're a villain nobody's just out here like right (laughs) more like, times people think like they're doing something the right mm-hmm. right it's not until you bring it to their attention that they're like oh yeah, yeah. i see or nah that's not what i meant at all figure it out and then you yep. either decide whether you want to be with that person or not be on your grown person shit like actually communicate you don't have to attack the person you don't have to be vulgar or whatever the case may be just like kiva said be straight up like this X, Y, and Z kind of bothered me when you did this. Can you please not do it again? Now, you finally vocalized your feelings. If that person continues to do it again, then that becomes a them problem. That becomes a, well, now you don't respect me because I shared with you how I felt. And you continued anyways. So now I need and to be no cognizant of people's growth too, right? Like just because mm-hmm. I told them to pick up the clothes off the ground doesn't mean by tomorrow my place will be spotless the rest of my life he may do it once or twice again yeah. but if I see an effort of him changing obviously 
And then remember to thank people. Like, thank you for acknowledging that. Thank you for noticing. Like, I see you making this effort. Thank you. Like, be that person. You're right. Growth growth needs to be encouraged. Yeah. And all all elements of growth. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Train your friends. I like that. I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna get in trouble. Like, we probably got it's in trouble. So hard not to get in trouble. We got in trouble like half an hour ago. You good? <laughs> Look, the minute we started talking about don't call us after Ted, we was already in trouble. <laughs> Set your boundaries. Have your office hours. Don't be ashamed. I told you guys. I knew this rule since grade seven. We were like what thirteen. <laughs> This is 10 years ago. <laughs> Set your boundaries. And if the person truly loves and respects you, they're going to respect it. I, okay. I've known this boundary for 10 years, so I'm not going to come up now, call her phone at 12 o'clock, acting all brand new. And be surprised. Exactly. Be upset when she don't pick up. Well, she done told you she ain't got no friend after 10. I had to learn that a hard way with a friend, too. I had a friend, she didn't want to hear nothing about my man. Not a good thing, not a bad thing. She would always react weird whenever I said, and I'd, oh, you know, he's a big you sure she didn't want him? I always want to bring it. It's been a problem, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's an after the call, because you know this person. Um, <laughs> and she didn't want to hear anything. And it got mm-hmm. to a point where we had a climax fight where she was like, don't talk to me anymore. And we didn't talk for months. And, you know, she had her time because I'm a big believer in give people their space when they yes. ask for it. Don't bombard them, give them their no. time. But I gave her time, we talked, and we're friends. But I cannot talk to her about my man. She doesn't want to hear it. And either I decide that's not my friend anymore because, you know, he's a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Or I just say, I find other ways for you to be in my life. Mm-hmm. I talk to you about other things. That is a choice I have to make. Honestly, I'm still kind of making that choice. I haven't really come yeah. to a conclusion. I'm not perfect. You know, I still kind of wish I had her for that. But you can't force people to no. be what you like. You know, you, you can mold suggest, them into you can communicate. You right. You can communicate and say what you want. But at the end of the day, like, does that person fit your life? If not, mm, yeah. And are you willing to like mold to it? That's what relationships are. And I think that's again where the blurred line is. We want people to mold for us, but you have to be careful of you molding yourself to please them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like everybody needs to, you, it's a give and take. Yeah. It's it's definitely a give and take and you don't want to give away your entire self. You don't want to be asking somebody to completely come over to your side. You gotta, you gotta mesh together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I had to go through recently with with a friend. Like, yeah, talk, talk. Y'all want to be on the phone day. at ten o'clock anyway? What y'all talking about? If you're not talking about your problems, boom. <laughs> get out your feelings respectfully, but get out your feelings. If we're going to right? talk, let's make it productive. I'm and if we can do that you. before the time of ten o'clock, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This clear skin comes from sleep, which happens after 10 o'clock. 
Boom. I'm trying to look like Natalie, you know? Telling you it's that bad quality camera and a good ring light. Do you every time. And no man stress, no friend stress because we are growth and we figured out where we are That's in life. It it's the lack of man stress. <laughs> no, go, I'm telling you, it's that, but it's also like we said, it's the friend, it's the friendship too. We now know ourselves and we know not to put ourselves in situations. We know that we can't please everybody. Once I'm happy, well then, hey, either get on or get off the train. That's on you. You know what? You said something earlier and it made me think, you also got to like yourself. There's also a lot of people who don't like themselves and they don't know themselves. Yep. So how are you supposed to like communicate your requirements if you don't even know yourself? You don't know what you like. You just know you're mad. Boom. You're just mad about something. Okay? And Take COVID I speak and learn firsthand where I'm you. like, it took a while for me to get to that point. Yep. I know exactly what I want. I know myself too well. I read into myself way too often. Mm-hmm. I used to just tell myself, stop sometimes. Like, you don't need to read your horoscope 10 times a day. It's not going to tell you something different. Like, stop reading books on self help. Stop. You need <laughs> you to get got out of it. Right. That's what COVID's doing to me. I'm sitting here, like, just ridiculous. So if anyone wants to hire Kimo so she can get out of her head. Thank you. Like, <laughs> recruit the recruiter. Right. And that's why I like recruiting. I like that I get to kind of learn what's good for someone and kind of guide them in like, you know, a life-changing experience, which is getting a new job. Yeah. And I, I appreciate, you know, sometimes you just can't look at yourself. You don't know yourself that well. And, you know, you need somebody who comes from like, a background of like a little bit of knowledge to kind of you know give you a couple of hints of what what's best mm-hmm. you can go on your right path and absolutely I, I I like that's what I like about it um but yeah it does also just help me stop reading myself <laughs> let me read other people um yeah you to be in tune with everyone you do right. it's, a, it's a skill <laughs> Um, I, I mentioned to you early my money tree that I just got. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's here to replace Serb when it runs up. Um, I'm scared. I feel like Serb's going to run out and all the leaves are just going to drop off and I'm going to sit here just like in a panic. Like, um, it's supposed to bring you good luck and good fortune, uh, but I don't know if that's true. That's what Costco said. Um, but that's, that's my money tree and it's supposed to bring you good fortune. So uh, hopefully all 2020 it will just grow and flourish. Yeah, when those leaves drop off, they better drop off like $20 bills. The first thing he asked, I was like, no, he was like, so why do you want to spend real money on a money tree? I was like, you know what? <laughs> you don't get it? <laughs> Give me my tree. Thanks. <laughs> but now I just hope I haven't like cursed myself. Um, you better hope that brings you some money because he's going to cuss you about that tree come 2021. You're okay, right, sweetie? <laughs> Me and the tree are going to grow together. That's the inspiration behind the growth. Right. 
I'm sorry. I'm just picturing it in my head. The people who are listening to this, it's one experience. If you are listening to this and not watching the visual to this episode right now, just head over unapologetically her podcast and just watch the episode. You won't regret it. I'm like talking weird. This is me on a daily. I am sorry. I weird people out. Like I just my brain is on ten tangents. I just I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm confused who you're apologizing. My girl, it's called unapologetically. We do not apologize. I'm sorry for apologizing. (laughs) That's what you can apologize for. (laughs) My bad. Uh, No, my next question for you is we're almost at the end. But what do you want from yourself? And what do you think people want from you? But what do you want from yourself? God, didn't I just say I'm crazy at reading myself? Um, for myself, I want perfection. Um, <laughs> clear skin, a fat ass, or a fat bottom. Pardon me. I was about to just be like, I agree with you, but go ahead. Damn, you almost went the whole time. Dang it. <laughs> Um, no, okay. <laughs> For real. Uh, the clear oh, wait, that actually wasn't really part of it? Because I want that too. Um, COVID, I have gained some COVID weight. That's why you're only going to see me from the titty up. Um, <laughs> but I have a waist trainer on right now. Uh, so, that ass did show up. Um, Lucky. <laughs> came with everything else. Like, that was a tummy. <laughs> there too. It's a vengeance. Um, Titties are non-existent. I just want to, I want to just be at peace. Um, I want to find my peace. Mm -hmm. I want to stop, I want to stop saying things. I'm always joking. I joke too much. I play too much. I want to just kind of be at peace. Mm-hmm. and just be settled with people um I don't know I yeah I guess that's just that's just really it you know I meditate um yeah my prayer beads um for those of you who aren't connect close to me I'm Buddhist I would, and I'm black I know I get that all the time um but you've but, been Buddhist for a couple of years though yeah I started yeah. At like 15 um so it's not a phase for mm-hmm. the other people. I've heard it all. Trust me. Um, Once you're not black and Christian, oh my god! Child. What's wrong with you? Here's oh, a you Bible. Didn't raise you right. Ask Natalie. I tried church. We went to <laughs> church together. <laughs> she tried, Joe. She tried. Everyone has to find. I know it. all the songs. You know what's funny though? Sorry. Side note. The funny thing is people who don't go to church like that or people who aren't like diehard Christians half the time know the word and the Bible better than those who claim to be Christian. Do you know how many Kirk Franklin songs I have on my phone? Everybody's mad confused. They're like, are you lying? Like, are you not a Buddhist? I'm like, no, I just, I grew up, gospel means so like, I know this is totally a different topic. But gospel is so warm and like inviting to me because that's how I was raised. Like, my God, I have that one Mary Mary song, Shackles. (laughs) 
And I found some like Caribbean medley. Oh, oh and Marion Hall, who used to be Lady Saw. I am not calling her that name. She's been forever Lady Saw to me. That's Let's such a big see. Lady Saw fan. And then she was like, I am Marion Hall. Like, you are not. I rebuke it. Take that to church. <laughs> You're the one who taught me that, Mitri, and your mom to you, and you are so ungrateful. What? Lyrics. Anyway. <laughs> On another episode, we'll talk about how before Akiva had a man, she went through her lady saw whole face. <laughs> There, there is a song from the song in my head. It's it's a classic. It's like number one. Oh, so see Spice. remake. No, Spice had Fight Over Man. Which one did Lady Saw have? And I listen to it like religiously every week. Crap. No, I'm not religion. <laughs> you subscribe to a different church. Wait, what? I said we subscribe to a different church, apparently. Look, this is why I tell people I'm more spiritual at this rate. Manadalisa, my problem. So we left India for them. Yes. Continue. Um, gosh, what were we saying? Um, <laughs> I want to be at peace. Um, yes. Peel a necklace, peace, Buddhist, 15 years. Yes. Yes. We will stay on track. Um, you know, oh, this year I fixed my energies. I've been working on my chakras. Uh, I won't get into all of what chakras are, but it's about your energy that you emit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could be the nicest person ever, but you're giving off, you know, crappy energy. Oh, what I was always getting, you know, hey, like I thought you were a mean person when I first met you, but you're actually really nice. And I was mm-hmm. like, why did you get that? And they're like, I don't know. And that would be the answer I'd always get. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And working on like what energy do you bring into a room when you walk in? Like when you walk in the room, before you walk in the room, like what do you think? What are the thoughts that are going through your head? And that goes being translated in your body and like are people picking up on that? If you're mm-hmm. thinking like, Oh, like, oh God! I gotta walk in with all these people, and then you walk in, and like people are like, "Oh, your clothes off." Well, it's like, "Well, yeah, that's what you're thinking." If you're walking in, like, I'm gonna like really rock this room, like, or I'm gonna like meet so many new people today. Yeah. And then you walk in the room, the whole energy changes, and it's working on why you have those thoughts in the first place and kind of purging those out and I know I'm getting very hippy dippy right now no I'm here for it but um yeah it's just kind of you know really asking yourself the question stop Mm -hmm. outward everybody needs to stop being outward stop worrying about why people aren't doing things to you why your man is running away from you why you know your problem me problem like stop worrying about it worry about you in a sense that you know how can you be better how Mm -hmm. can you present yourself better not oh I'm gonna worry about only me yes how can I be better in my environment that's what you have to worry about so 
but sorry that's my little hippie no no you i actually agree with you on that because if you you have in a sense you have to be centered or whatever the case may be but you're right it's not just about inward everything around you will get affected right. how you deal day-to-day life the people family strangers you have to be aware of yourself and your surroundings you don't need to really focus on other people but focus on what you're putting out there Right. What the universe, I just look all disheveled. Wait a minute. Focus on what you're putting out there and what the universe is giving back to you. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, you dropping gem after gem in this episode. Don't I worry. Got the time to think. <laughs> I'm going to leave here the Buddha himself. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring her back. Don't worry. I hear y'all. I'm going to bring her back. I know you're going to be in the monk robes, no hair, just like found myself um nothing but time <laughs> someone please when you have that outfit on, um i want to see dj's reaction when you have that outfit on <laughs> <laughs> i brought him prayer beads too he was like what, what is this you have time <laughs> you have time i do not <laughs> Watch next Monday. The man's like, "Pave it now." <laughs> now, Kiva, my last and final question for you is: What is that one piece of advice that you would offer those struggling with friendships and relationships during COVID? Because let's be honest: Don't let phase two, one, two, three fool you. It's still a pandemic, and it's still going on. Mm-hmm. Some people are home like Kiva. Some people are out on the streets like me, be like, back the hell up. I don't want you close to me. So, what piece of advice would you offer those in COVID right now with friendships and relationships? Um, I guess my advice is um, I saw this quote and it says, when you can't go outside, go inside. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it because it was like, you know, when all else fails all around you, you have to live with you. Mm. When, you know, you can't distract yourself with the outside stuff anymore right now. You know, you have to face the fact that, like, if you're just not a nice person, you have to live with you. I think that's where a lot of people are realizing, like, oh, like, not the greatest. Yeah. And it makes them uncomfortable. That's why they want to, like, they're just so itching to go out and, like, so I want to, I have to get back to normal. It's like, you know, or you can just kind of work on it and, you know, realize, like, what is it that I'm not liking? And maybe it's something that's not bad. Maybe you just need your, like, your self love is Mm -hmm. low and you have to work on, like, just loving you more. Or it's something that's a flaw and you got to say, like, I've never really had time to really work on it right now. And this is a really good time to just reflect. Now I feel uncomfortable imagining how other people feel. Um, so, you know, that was my, that was the, I don't know where I saw that quote. I wish I could, could um, cite it. Yeah. You know, no plagiarism here, but can't go outward. Quote oh. unquote. Mm. Okay. What about, what do you think? My advice? Mm-hmm. Run for the hills. Wear a mask. <laughs> My advice is whatever time's left, take this time to figure out who you are and focus on you. 
I had four months at home and I realized I love, let's say I realized my love for media. I realized kind of doing these kind of things. I realized I'm okay alone. I'm okay mm. being at peace in my house by myself and my music. I realized that I don't need a million one people around me. Not saying I'm being stush or standoffish, but there was a point where I'm like, I need that big group of friends and da 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 this and that. I realized it's okay to have that one, two really good friend versus 10 acquaintances. I realized I was, God, a little self-examination, be like, I love my body. I love my legs. I got small titties, but that's okay. Even the booty, but I like me. And at the end of the day, my thing is... the smoothest legs, ladies and gentlemen. Just saying. I wouldn't lift my leg up, but my chest kind of stuck. I have pads on, don't worry. Incredibly smooth. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm going to sit like this rest of the podcast. I'm out here looking like Crocodile Dundee. I ain't lifting up my leg. Y'all gonna play me. <laughs> Not today. Okay, I'll lift it. I'll lift it for the two of us. But you know, what you said is like, um, Miss Sonia, I have not quoted my mother all video. This is insane. Your mom's gonna be I, bad. Quote her real I'm actually, I'm actually gonna write Hi, a mommy. book about her. I'm writing a book about her. It's so I want the first copy. Because she has so many quotes. It's ridiculous. But one of them, I mean, I guess it's not her quote, but she always would say, weed your friendship garden. When you have time, weed your friendship garden. Mm -hmm. Is this a blossoming flower or is it just a weed? Is it just rare? Is it just occupying space? And pick it out. Mommy, I like that quote. I know. She has some gems. She has some really terrible ones too. (laughs) She has mess up. You ever wonder why I'm the way I am? Look at my mother. Look at my mother. Her mother has no filter. I love it. Right? Like, wildness. She told a mutual friend of ours one time, why are you hanging out with my daughter? You look like you have high self-esteem. Mother. Woman. The book will come out soon, guys. I, I don't know when, but it'll come out eventually. So I I'll take my autographed it. copy before you make it, like, big? It, she'll be the one signing them, trust me. She, she would love the fame. Miss Tanya. I was about to say, God rest her soul, but she's alive. And looking great, by the way. She's fantastic. She's better skin than me. Also, you better save yourself quick, because if your mom ever watched this podcast. <laughs> right. <sighs> I've never cried so yeah, much at an episode yet. <laughs> I can't with her. Can't with her. She has a point. Check your friend garden. And that's my thing. COVID really, in a sense, let me reflect and be like, is this person serving me? And not, and well, you need to be there for me. But like, is there growth in our friendship? Are we really going anywhere? Or are we in the same place and same mindset? We're allowed to grow apart. That's okay. But is it healthy? 
Right. So I think COVID really for me just brought me to me, became more centered and more aligned with myself spiritually, mentally, physically. I don't work out, so we ain't there yet, but spiritually and mentally. So whatever time you have left during COVID, you really can't be buddy up with people. So take this time for you because you, we, we will never get this time again. Let's be honest. Right. And if we do, shall go get vaccinated or something. At, at that rate, God can take me. But knock on wood, we will never have this time again. So use it the best way you know how. I'm not going to say use it wisely because then it's telling, making me sound preachy and be like, you better do this and that. No, no. Do what works for you. Right. If you want to be productive, be productive. If you want to kick back or relax, do that. Just make sure it's serving you. That's my two cents. Amen. <laughs> right? I feel like we should have like a little like triangle bell. Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> little finger symbol. Oh my God. You know, I need to go to my bed. Okay, so you. Can... <laughs> uh, so this concludes today's episode of Unapologetically Her. My girl, I just... thank you, Kiva. Just watch Unsolved Mysteries. Um... <laughs> I have to just thank you so much for coming on the episode today. Like just, I love. I'm gonna do my thank little Janet for, hard. Thank you for having me because I, I get, I get, I know it's hard to believe, but I get shy. Um, so I was very shy. So thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. No, it's not that we get shy. Understand us like this. We we have this relationship, and us online is different from us in person. I've had people go. People tell my mother, "Your daughter's not the same." online that she is in person no because in the person i don't like talking to people online however i'm a whole different personality borderline bipolar at this point there's natalie who you'll meet in person there's nadine who's online and then there's a mixture of natalie and nadine where i keep it cute and a little bit crazy just for you i'm just trying to keep the crazy out of like you know other like leave that online let me just hope people don't see me as crazy here but um, I try my girl there might be a chance I ain't even gonna lie to you there might be a chance <laughs> well I'm gonna go back to my man um, that I got at the library um, five years you could have told me that's where you met him girl you could have gave me some tips I'm mad before we exit, is there any last final remarks you want to say? Stop looking for salad at KFC. You heard it here first. <laughs> you know, let me end this podcast. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to hear from Kiba again, and I'm sure you do, because we gave you bare jokes for like almost, child, I think almost two hours. Okay, if you want to hear from Kiba again, or if you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, Hit me up on social media at unapologetically her on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore uh on Twitter. Cuba is not on social media right now, 
But if she goes back, I will link her in the description and in the YouTube bio. And don't forget to also listen to the podcast on various platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, SoundCloud, Unapologetically Heard Podcast, Spotify, and YouTube by searching Unapologetically Heard Podcast. Once again, Kiba, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you all for listening. Hopefully you'll tune in for an episode. Much love. Peace.